And then it's rolling. And then we're back on the internet with the Danny Trio fan podcast. The most successful Danny Trio fan podcast of all time. You will not find a more successful Danny Trio fan podcast than this one. No one even dares step to our our magnificent skills. But we might get a nice cross-section of uh, Baywatch fans today, because we're watching Baywatch. Not the 2017 failed The Rock and Zac Efron (laughs) movie. Which, on paper, seemed like, how was that going to go wrong? But yeah. even the audiences of 2017 were like, this isn't very good. <laughs> this is insulting to our intelligence, yeah. and we're 2017. And people, you... And I, lads go to rock movies, you know what I mean? Yeah. It doesn't matter what The Rock's doing, they'll go see it. And girls are going to go to Zac Efron movies. Should have been a but hit. at some point at the time... And I think it's because they tastefully clothed the women in it. And that's that's the only reason I can think... I haven't seen it. I can't think of another reason why not, considering the I mean, crap those guys are made. If people are going to see a Baywatch film, you're expecting, you know, to well, see some boobs bouncing th- around? Therein lies the point of this introduction, because neither of us have ever bothered watching Baywatch, but we both have an idea in our mind of what the hell it's going to be about. I don't, it's, we're the same thing, I don't think I've actually ever watched an episode. I think I did once years ago, but I don't even remember what it was about. And now we're going to watch two. I mean, there has to be a so reason why it ran is... for 11 seasons. I mean, it can't just be the women. There's got to have been at least some storyline or some good acting in there to keep I people I have interested. a vivid memory of primary school. Uh, the mums standing around talking and Baywatch came up and uh, one of the mums said to the other mums, is like, well, I'll let my son watch it. But it's not about the the titillation. It's, it's like he just he just enjoys the plot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I bet he does. Nah, even at the time we were like, boobs, dude. Yeah, boobs. So that that kid had a uh, Pamela Anderson on it. Pamela Anderson, yeah. So the episode uh, we're going to start with is episode six from season two. Oh my! Point of attack. After helping break up a gang fight on the beach, Eddie gets the idea of having the Latino gang members join the lifeguard program. W A T R E. Mm. I wonder if that's an acronym for. <laughs> Which is designed to help out troubled youths. Eddie focuses on the gang leader, Mimo, who is trying to get away from the gang and being constantly bullied by his angry father, Carlos, who I can bet you is going to be a tattooed man with a moustache. <laughs> Carlos, who is a former Bloods gang member himself. Uh, meanwhile, former body, former lifeguard, John D. Court, arrives back at Baywatch to help out Eddie with his water program. While Shawnee uh, disproves of his presence and his influence on Eddie. A lot of names there. I don't know who any of these people no. are. I mean, I'm assuming Eddie is the main guy. Was it David Hasselhoff? David Hasselhoff. Involved? I have no idea what his character's name is, though, because he's, he's always just been David Hasselhoff from Baywatch, isn't he? Yeah. So maybe it is Eddie. We'll find out. And then the next episode is season three, episode nine, Masquerade. No, whatever language that's meant to be said in. It sounds French. Masquerade? Yeah. Is that, it's like masks and... Yeah, but what's, what's like the... Where did that word come from? I'm assuming French, because it's yeah, like a it Fran- French, French deal. <laughs> Just to offend our French listeners, of which we have many. Alright, <laughs> We hate you, English pig dogs. We will ride our bicycles. <laughs> anyway... 
after the disappearance of a wealthy honeymoon couple in the waters around Baywatch, Mitch and Stephanie pose as a wealthy honeymooners on a yacht to lure and cap their alleged pirates in the arena, but then get so consumed by their role-playing and it makes them unprepared for the pirates, led by the local dock owner aboard their boat with the intent to kill them for their wealth, while CJ is sick and is seasick again a circle the coast, the scarboard motorboat looking for Mitch and Stephanie. So these are separate, different characters. There's like Eddie, then there's Mitch and Stephanie, then... Yes. CJ is the the one with the boobs. I don't know why I know that, but I know that. Okay, but I'm assuming a lot of them had boobs because you know it's Pamela and Baywatch, character. Oh, okay. I think I'm, I don't know. I don't know why, but I'm pretty sure my mind that's it. But anyway, that's what we're gonna watch. I'm quite interested. I'm already quite first... titillated. <laughs> mm. yeah. Don't mind telling you that I am fully erect right now. Check back in after these commercial After messages. some very uncomfortable viewing for everybody. To find out how my penis is doing and how we rate Tiny Trios' performance in relation to what my... We don't rate, are we? After this, we're going to talk about my penis and Danny Trio. Which is what you tuned in for. Let's go. No, no, no. It's a beautiful life. And it sure is. <laughs> Just for context, I want to point out that, like, beautiful life. for the average movie we do for this podcast, I normally write down maybe four or five pages of notes, you know. For two episodes of Baywatch, I have done nearly 20. <laughs> there is a lot of ground to cover in this show. It's weird. Really weird. And it's not like as you think it's just like boobs bouncing on the beach. We saw none of that at all. Yeah. I don't know if that's going to come in, in later seasons or or what's the... What's going on there? Let's play in the next video. Yeah, I think at some point they realised that... Well, quick Baywatch history. Uh, the first season they made flopped. I think that's why in the the episode we saw there, there was like two old dudes in the credits. Yeah, and then a kid for some reason. Yeah, like a random and then kid they just brought the old dudes out. So the second one... And imagine uh, our surprise. We're going into this thinking it's going to be all about like the sexy men and the sexy women. And it's just two old guys and a kid. It's like, <laughs> who the fuck are they making the show for? What's going on there? <laughs> the kid especially was just a really weird... He wasn't guy. in any of the episodes. He, wasn't in, he was in both credits. The The old guys didn't make it to the second one. There was more ladies in the second episode, which was season three something. But yeah, but by the time they got to season three, this is where they have added um, uh, Tits McGee, Pamela Anderson, and uh, therein found the business model, blondes, big tits. Who would have thought that would work? Yeah. <laughs> Slow motion running. There was no slow motion running in, in that, apart from the opening credits. Yeah. Was, that, was that actually a thing? I mean, maybe it was just something that was spoofed so often that yeah, we, we thought it was a thing. Yeah, we saw the fake ones that we... Uh, speaking of fake ones... Heyo! <laughs> we saw all the fake like uh, takes on Baywatch that we never saw the real thing. So that's where that came from. Bizarre. But it did very well internationally, Baywatch. That's where a lot of its income came and, from. And today, I learned that David, ha- David Hasselhoff is not actually German. I thought he was German for so many years. Like I thought fine. he was doing... Doing a shit, a shit American accent. Nope, he's then I realised he's just doing a shit American accent in general. He's it's, just it's... very popular in Germany and is uh, one of the cultural figures of the revolution <laughs> for some fucking reason. He brought down the I, wall. The reasons why it did so well abroad is because it was it's very American, you know, it's like bright sunny beaches, attractive happy people all over the uh, place. It's sort of like what America wants to be, uh. but isn't. 
It just doesn't relate to what the lives of people in fucking West Germany are going through, does it? And speaking of not relating to people's lives, the first episode is about uh, Baywatch, Captain Baywatch and his lads. <laughs> so they some uh, some Mexican gangs trying to have a little fight on their beach, and they just decide let's just re- let's rehabilitate these people. This isn't like a like a West Side Story tussle where they just dance fight. Like they're coming at each other with fucking bars and bats. Yeah. Like one guy smashes a bottle on a baseball bat, like and smashes a bottle on a baseball bat and doesn't use it. And like Mr. Baywatch sees <laughs> this from his uh, from his perch. Mr. Baywatch, who is uh, played by the actor Danny Warlock. Thank you very much, Danny. Is it Danny Wait, or Billy? Billy Warlock. Billy Warlock. Yeah, Billy Warlock. That sounds much more. He sounds like a, he sounds like a shitty yeah. '90s Marvel superhero that never made it. I'm, I'm going to start calling myself Danny Warlock as I'm at a nerdcore <laughs> rap persona. <laughs> Yeah, he he runs off with he's bringing his uh, Baywatch his his Baywatch floaty for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> but it's a good thing he did because like um one of the little one of the kids in the gangs runs off tries to escape into the ocean <laughs> for some reason. I don't know what the fuck that's about. So it's a good thing he brought his floaty with him so he could try and he could save him. He's calling on Aquaman to help him, and Aquaman <laughs> is not a very uh, benevolent god. He said, "No, let him drown." <laughs> it would please. It would please your underwater lord. <laughs> So yeah, the uh, the premise therein becomes oh, all these lads are just gonna get thrown in prison, yeah. And it's it's only gonna corrupt them because the system's corrupt. Let's teach them life saving. <laughs> Let's show because... them how to do, do do lifeguarding. But Billy Billy Batson, Billy Madsen, <laughs> Billy Superman, Billy Warlock, Billy Warlock. His thing is like, if only they could see the sea the way I do, and then their lives would be so much yeah. better. Just like me, a poor kid from Philadelphia. From he, Philadelphia. He makes a big point. He's like, he's from Philadelphia. I didn't see the sea until I was 19 years old. But Can you even imagine? He gets the shit kicked out of him in the ocean, and a guy, a cowboy on a motorbike just appears. Oh, Nugent, yeah. John D. Court. And you'll know his name is John D. Court, because everyone refers to, them, refers to him as that the entire time. They, they have they a get lot of respect for him. Full name only. Full name all the time. But he is dressed like Ted Nugent. He just rolls in on a motorbike on the sand and just starts kicking the shit out of Mexicans. <laughs> Which is what I assume Ted Nugent does day to day when Except- he's not sitting at home being a terrible person. <laughs> not shitting his pants so he can get out of Vietnam. Because he actually did that. <laughs> but you mean like... Ooh, it genuinely I mean, did during I mean, Vietnam he, he, he pooped to, himself in order to get I think it was like 4F status where the uh, sort of yeah. mentally unstable he just shot himself during the uh, what like the, a dickhead <laughs> and he's just this big fucking ah, I'd fight in a war no you fucking wouldn't Ted, Ted. if you're listening down. to this which you may well be for all I know fuck you very much. why are you going to bring your crossbow to Liverpool you <laughs> giant gaping pussy sit the fuck down Ted <laughs> <laughs> uh, um so yeah, uh, during like when the when all the Mexican gangs are like in the uh, in the locker room for some reason, and uh, and Danny Phantom is like uh, <laughs> they start have a little tussle, and it, it looks so tussle all these two shirtless place, shirtless muscular dudes pushing each other and shoving each other. And like you sit down, and you're like, ooh, there's some erotic sparks flying in this scene. <laughs> They didn't even get to the point this early on when they were muscular dudes. Like, they were okay dude body types. They weren't, like, jacked or ripped, were they? You yeah. know what I mean? As, as the season's gone, I bet you're going to see more definition, you know. Yeah, more mass cultivated. It's like some insanely ripped people just showing up. The girl who was in this. She didn't, did you say she only did one season? Yeah, uh, maybe she did. I don't know if she did three. She's, I think she's listed as three. 
Or, or Meister's thinking that because she only had three movies after that. And then she just did terrible straight to DVD things. I'm <laughs> kind of bad for her. Leaving Baywatch and be replaced by Pamela Anderson, <laughs> and then seeing all the fucking the Bayman money you could have made, you'd be fucking. That, that said, though, like Pamela Anderson hasn't worked on a movie since 2008, and that movie was that superhero spoof thing. <laughs> so there you go. So yeah, um, it, the, the, the Mexicans. It, it, they have this really long, like five minute long scene where they play some cock rock. The, while uh, while this Mexican dude's just going around, yeah, and okay. Hands with so he's walking around. It, it's what is where is it? L.A. Is it, I'm guessing it's L.A. It's they they say it in the second one there, but it's somewhere with a beach. I would assumed it was like Malibu, L.A. No, they, they said L.A. because I remember I went L.A. L.A. And yeah, he he's walking around just like high fiving people. It's going through all like the most heavily graffitoed places so I can show you how urban it is and it doesn't look very urban at all it looks quite nice actually and it's so 90s well, with the moving revolving cameras and stuff so I had no idea that this was going to happen but apparently they put two songs in every fucking episode <laughs> and this was the first one this was just and some bullshit song playing over some bullshit music video it, it basically is a music video for five minutes and yeah. at this point this Mexican kid we've only we've sort of barely got to know Memo. him so why, he, why does he deserve like a musical number they were trying to make it, like, I guess, the, the from the story point to suggest how hard his life was, but again... It looked quite nice. You looked know, really nice. Shaking hands, making friends, you know. Doing some exercise. Seems all right, you know. I, I wouldn't mind. Danny Trejo's no. your dad, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we've, we've often said we want Danny Trejo to order after <laughs> the paper. The, he hasn't signed the paperwork yeah, I'm yet. I'm sure he's thinking it over. But that was so fucking long and annoying and, and unnecessary. And there was other plot stuff happening around it, but I was just really annoyed by that, to be uh, honest. Um... As as punishment for being filthy gang gang bangers, they uh, take them on a boat ride, and it just shows you like it's another five minute long scene bolted on after the end of the music video of just all these like young kids doing their old faces, which are meant to be like we're feeling sick. So like, the they guy... do look like if you th- watch that scene and just think they're having orgasms, and you'll fucking that's what it looks like on the Superman Dan the uh, <laughs> the warlock, the wizard. Is like, yeah, these guys aren't even man enough to go on my big yellow boat <laughs> and go really fast. <laughs> and like, oh, we'll show you. And then they do these pathetic, like, comedy thrown up faces. Yeah. It's like, Which look like old faces. It's not going that fast. <laughs> it's like, and they do that in the, the next episode as well. Yeah, it's yeah. like this boat, it's one, like, obligatory scene of them going quite slowly in a boat and then someone feeling sick over it. And because like Mr. Fantastic has only met this kid once and he suddenly takes a really creepy interest in him, <laughs> like really creepy, like it, they mentioned like uh, the thing is like he's a kid from the tough streets of Philadelphia and he's um, uh, he's, he grew up as a gang member too or whatever. And but he takes an interest in this one kid when they're all gang members, they're all gang like members. 20 of them. Why this one? Of course, this is the one who's uh, his dad shows up at 21, 16 minutes, Danny Trio. Fucking rocking a leather jacket, riding a motorbike because he's cool. Yeah, uh, acting rings around everyone else. Games, well. mine I had as well. Looking good shape. Yeah, top Danny Trejo performance. He's an angry dad. He's like, "What are you doing, teaching me kid this stuff about water survival? <laughs> How dare you, sir? There's no need for that. He should be in prison." <laughs> it actually does say that as well. And From this isn't Danny, Danny Trio's fault. character's perspective, though, he's like, well, look, they eventually my motivations, kid, don't yeah, they? Yeah, eventually the kid's going to go to prison. It's best he goes now where he's still young and he's in, like, baby booking and they won't fuck it up that much. <laughs> you know, he can assert dominance. You know, people on the street are going to start talking about him. Yeah. If he doesn't have any, you know, prison time and shit. 
But uh, Superman Dan is like acting like he already knows this kid and he's known him all his life. And he's like uh, just really fucking obsessed with him. And he's like takes uh, Cowboy Ted, John D. Court. John D. Court. John D. Court to, uh, to, to visit him. And he's like, you fight his dad while I go inside. <laughs> and it's like, okay. you've broken so many laws in that one scene. That's, that's exactly what happens. But the way they film it is they walk up to the door. There's like a commercial break. And then it's just like a Danny Trio and Ted Nugent having a fucking fight while uh, Adam Wizardface is sitting <laughs> on the couch with me. I was just having a nice conversation. Yeah. Like it didn't show you them going around. It didn't show the start of the fight. It just dropped you right in the in middle it. of it. It was so weird. So but jarring. Then like after Danny Trio kicks the fucking shit out of uh, John D. Court. Adam Warlock comes out and he's like, uh... <laughs> and, he's, and, he, and, they, and he has a conversation with Danny Trio and Danny Trio is reasonable with him. It's like, why not start from like nice, reasonable conversation before you have to escalate to fucking brawls? <laughs> but Danny Trio explains like, um, you, you're just going to get my kid's hopes up and he's going to think he can do anything and all of a sudden all the doors going to close in his face because he's a Mexican kid from the barrio, which is a good point because... It's a very racist country. Alright, that's exactly what's going to happen. Nah, uh, I'm running out of superhero names after Spider-Man. Yeah, he, uh, <laughs> he, he's like, uh, well, what, why, what, what you would prefer him to do? Go to prison, get tattoos on his arms. <laughs> uh, oh, you mean like I did, yeah. and I own this house, I mean, and a sweet leather jacket. <laughs> I mean, if you're Danny Trio and you're having to perform these scenes, how have you not just punched a writer at this point? I mean, <laughs> I kind of wanted to, and I'm. I wasn't there. So skip along, skip along. Uh, they're at the end of this episode, and the 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 lifeguards are really fucking handsy with these kids as well. It's like a proper. It's like they're trying to squeeze into their spandex, <laughs> and it's like oh, I'll give you a hand. Yeah. Let's let's point out in that scene as well though, like all the lads are going to get changed into the the swimsuits with the help of these men. They walk past some other lady. Um, oh, they start lifeguards. hooting at them and start the... hooting harm. The ladies stop. Let them let them get it all out of the system. Smile. Just stand there at the gaze. And then the like the guys who were in charge just go, all right, that's enough of that. Let's yeah. move on. Everybody have a good hoot. Okay, good stuff. It's like the, you have to go through like okay, a no. hooting chamber every day. <laughs> and the fact that the lady's just like, yes, I, yeah, yeah. This is, this is our life. You, thank you for that. <laughs> I mean, it's not that. There's like some random photo shoot as well. Just, oh, it's what just the fuck was the point Rammed in there. And then the woman, in, the woman who's getting a picture taken, it's like, oh, it's John D. Court. Full name. Only <laughs> jumps on him. He's like, oh, I, I've missed you so much. He's like, I missed you too, lady. Let's go do Let's a date. Go euphemism. But then it goes to my favorite scene with my favorite song ever, Horses on the Wind. The horses on the Wind. There's like some shit fucking reggae song where all these... um The whitest reggae song I've ever heard yeah, in my well, life. While these kids are trying to let... These kids who've never seen the ocean before <laughs> in their fucking lives are being sort of... It's presented comedically. Like, look at these fucking idiots trying to paddle boats. So like, of course they're going to suck at it. It's the first time they've tried it. It's so fucking mean. But you think, how many... Do you think this this episode may have rehabilitated some gangbangers? Like, no. some, some like some kid from, uh, like, the, the rough parts of LA going, wow, maybe I could do something with my life. Maybe I could be a lifeguard. I mean, of course they fucking didn't. It's like this great white savior fucking thing. It's just meant to look make the white dudes look good rather than help anybody it's ridiculous after having the horses on the wind musical montage Mimo or memo um steals some money and they have the most exciting chase the longest chase scene i've ever seen in my life (laughs) my notes for this was just such stunt such run kid got some gas to him (laughs) 
He he, he, he did a, a good a good quick run there, didn't he? Yeah. It's like a decathlon. It's like a five k, then yeah. an upstairs run, then a boxing match and then, with and then again, with not, kid kid Icarus without <laughs> without a, without losing any breath. He's just thrown Dukes. It's like yeah. fuck. They, they should have just enrolled him in some kind of Olympic training program. Is <laughs> no. Gorgeous George grabs like Mimo and is like, "What do you think? You're too tough for my water program." <laughs> I was like, "I I think a lot of people are too tough for your water program. Uh, too tough to go play in the sand, yeah." <laughs> well, fine. Uh, Tuesday was Sandcastle Building Day. I guess we'll do that without you. We're gonna have a beach party, and you're not invited. So there, who's a tough guy now? You big silly. Uh, and I, I, it's just baffling how this how this got so popular. So skip to the end. Uh, Danny Trios comes to get Nemo, Memo, and um, yeah, he falls in the water. Well, Memo pushes him in, and then Danny Trio, who is apparently a witch, sinks, <laughs> knowing that he can't swim. He does like a big like t- a big comic fall off a very small pier and sinks like a motherfucker. <laughs> Well, he is wearing a leather jacket, so I mean that's not really a good swimming I attire. Guess not, but you still thrash around the bit, don't you? It's like this is how I die, just uh, like the witch told me. Mimo doesn't even jump in there to save him, and someone else goes in to save him, and then they pull him out, and he does the chest compressions, and, and someone he doesn't even have the courtesy to blow into his own dad's mouth. <laughs> too, what's the matter? Too tough to kiss your own dad on the mouth? <laughs> Fine, I'll do it, and I'll give him tongue too. This is how a real man kisses someone's father. <laughs> and my favourite bit of this is like John D. Court, full name, is uh, he's chatting to uh, uh, Fabulous Dan <laughs> on the pier. Magical Dan. And he's like saying to him, so do you want to come run away with me? We get to take kids. We get to do an outward bound, take kids into the mountains. <laughs> Which is like, okay, John D. Court, full name. in control of the, uh, the, the background checks <laughs> And because like he's he's had this um uh, uh oh, Mr Warlock has just been um Abraka Daniel Daniel <laughs> he's had this whole like episode arc about always neglecting his girlfriend to hang out with John D Court full name mm-hmm. and he just like puts his arm around her like like he's his like she's his kid sister he's calls like, nah. her square doesn't he something like that Bro- gives her a nuggie he's like I'll take this little slugger out instead yeah, slugger. that's a fucking shit name to call your girlfriend <laughs> that's not I... cute or attractive at all hopefully they did a lot of episodes building the relationship on that <laughs> but considering this is only episode like six three was it something this, like that one thing about this is like they don't spend a lot of time building the characters at all it's it's just immediately it's like i'm obsessed with Mimo. i've got to save this kid and all these other 19 kids are fucking what, what are they gonna do <laughs> i guess their dad isn't danny trio they like they're not very rich background characters anyway they just establish yeah. it in the first episode when they show up and then it's like okay you know what this is now now let's get to this excitement on the beach yeah I don't know how they made 11 seasons of 22 episodes each and oh. found things, crimes that could be beach-related to happen. <laughs> I mean, they obviously ran out of steam because they were up to, like, pirates. Yeah, and the next episode, it's pirates. It's, it, you'd think that'd be the first place they'd go if you're doing beach crime. It'd be pirates. I mean, I... But I this do... feels like a totally different series. It doesn't even feel like the same... Yeah, it's going to keep changing as it goes on because this is still like the first one with Pamela Anderson where they haven't made her wear makeup on the beach all the time and <laughs> had her hair done up all the time. She's actually acting in this. And eventually they went, no, just, just get the lads out. What I like we'll get about all the girls. this one 
it's just it's just the tone is just all over the place it starts with a very brutal murder of this uh, yeah. this woman and they just gloss over the fact oh I knew that I know this woman and then it cuts to I knew her I knew this woman it's like that that's the worst memorial ever the the lady who gets killed uh, is so bad so bad I mean <laughs> They didn't even cast like a hot young lady for excuse to put boobs in there, but they did have boobs on there. She was like a middle aged lady, right? Yeah. yeah. Um she was like a like light gown thing, but her breasts were quite impressive. But she like she just does this weird scream where it's an off camera, like obviously the, oh, yeah. the pirate coming in. It's so loud and so shrill. It's just the weirdest fucking reaction. And what I like about I'm this glad is she's is dead. <laughs> Pamela Anderson is driving the boat that rescues her. And it's like, you need to slow down. What's your what's your big deal with speed anyway? <laughs> and uh, I just came thinking, Pamela Anderson had a drug problem, didn't she? That's that's a good point. After this quite dark murder, um, they're all laughing and joking about movies. And it's like, if if it's a serious death scene, why are you having a laugh and a joke at this basically this woman's memorial? Tone was all over the show. Because yeah. for some reason, the, the Baywatch lifeguards have like full jurisdiction <laughs> of everything. It's like, let's do a sting operation to catch these pirates. Let's just buy a yacht and... And they just pretend to be members of this yacht club, and the, the, despite the fact no one's ever, no one's seen them before. But I was like, you're so obviously not members of this yacht club. Yeah, Danny, uh, uh, Davy Hasselhoff, Big Dave, because he's uh, he's got a bit more of a role yeah. in this one. Adopts himself a, a small, tin, tindy, tiny mustache. And I don't think that's a fake mustache. I think <laughs> Danny, um, I think David Hasselhoff can just grow mustaches at will. But they're, they're like just laughing and joking and I just felt like someone should just remind them a woman just fucking died. Yeah. This is why you're doing this. Like all mauling they, each other and going like kissing and stuff. I really don't understand what their plan was. They were going to sail around in their yacht being like all loud and rich like hoping that someone would see them and come aboard and then the police guy was behind them and he was going to what? Intercept? Yeah. But, but then somehow he managed to lose the boat. Yeah. <laughs> It's like the guy who's actually in charge of security is like sort of following them and he's following them. I think they, they stop to rescue someone and then they get turned around. But if your job's to be a boat policeman, you could better have, you surely have better ocean navigation skills than that. And the fact that the guy whose job it is to be ocean security can't handle riding on a boat. He does that whole, it does the same thing as the Mexican kids from the last episode. Like, oh, I feel sick. So then it becomes this very strange sex thing. He has the, the he has a a music video sequence a music video dream sequence which is all black and white um fifties like jazz club yeah but like it goes on like the last music video scene way too fucking long and it's just it's just David Hasselhoff like looking and I know it was what it was it was, it was meant to incite like like I don't know like a, what's the the right word for a sexy glance. That anyway, but it's, it's just smoldering. Clark smoldering. Gable there you go. Yeah, uh, it did not come across as slow smoldering. It came across as a bit rapey. He looked a bit confused, as as we all were. David I was Hasselhoff. very confused. We were all confused. Uh, it was just uh, not only was the plot confusing, the characters, uh, the the people were just confused. Because they pretend the choices they made. They get confusing. so into the characters they've been playing for two minutes yeah. that like uh, they start arguing. Like I bet you prefer me if I was Trevor, wouldn't yeah. you? Well, I bet you prefer me if I was Lily. I'm gonna put the wig back on. And as soon as they put their costumes back on, they start acting like they're in love again. I mean. Maybe give them a bit of credit that maybe there was stuff about this relationship beforehand. We don't know because we, this is the we're just dropping into this yeah, episode. Yeah, 
no context for any but of this. Even it's just weird to see them unpassionately make out for. It's got, it must have been like twenty minutes of that episode, which was just them kissing on a boat. Yeah. And I bet David Hasselhoff insisted on it as well. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta kiss this woman on a boat, not on land, you fool. <laughs> While dressed like Carp Gable, thank yeah. you very much. <laughs> Halfway through, they're they're doing this elaborate sting operation, and I had to wonder: are they still lifeguards? <laughs> Well, now the show's about. The beach. It's a very, very big beach that's attacked by Spanish gangs <laughs> almost daily, and and fucking John Jetson isn't always going to be there to save the savior. He's not there anymore. He wasn't even in the series. He was off uh, in the in the Soul Stones trying to with Pip the Magic Dwarf. <laughs> He's getting ready to take down Thanos. <laughs> Oh, I, I'm going to have to look up where, where Billy Warlock ended Billy up as a, <laughs> as a career after this. Where, um, oh, oh, I, miss, I skipped over some stuff. Like, the guy whose job it is to be Ocean Security, as well as Pamela Anderson, they commandeer someone else's boat and then drive off on the boat to, to the wrong boat, yeah. the, the wrong yacht, and just break on board. It's like, how bad do you have to be at your job to do that? Fucking the uh, the pirates do eventually come aboard, and it and it's a very classy pirate. It's uh, J J Walt J Peterman from Seinfeld. Yeah. Uh, you the boy? Some of your your I'm not gonna do an impression. You you know you know who's a guy. Um, or Google it. You're on the internet. What are you what are you doing? And one of his henchmen is. <laughs> Danny Trio with a haircut, so and it's not the same <laughs> character. But I think if you're a long-term Baywatch fan, would you know not notice like that this ca- this actors played the same like two different roles? You're forgetting how episodes. racist America is and how they think all Spanish people are the same. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. It's he's he's not a name actor at this point. Though to be fair, in the first episode he was in, he was quite high up there on the opening credits. It wasn't even featuring, was it? It was yeah. actually in there. And not not like the uh, the credit roll, not like the opening credits, the credit roll. He he got like quite high top on there, so fair play to him. Much smaller part on this one, uh, much more much generic soon. Danny Trio role. No no acting muscles to be flexed there. He gets like one line, I think. Yeah. And um, uh, Jay Peterman, he's like, uh, we could sell your yacht for ninety thousand dollars in Mexico, but that won't cover our expenses. <laughs> like, what expenses have you got? You're an ocean pirate. Like three of them, wasn't there? <laughs> you you got like a couple of dudes. Some guns, maybe. I mean, that's not ninety thousand dollars. That's they need some HRs as well. They, yeah. they need someone to do their books. They capture them and they take them both separately. And uh, the the lady manages to escape, as as the, they often do to induce plot. <laughs> and she, they go after her, and uh, while she's swimming away from the boat, and they chuck this net at her. And oh I don't God. know how I'd react to have a net thrown on me while escaping pirates, but, but it wouldn't be that weird scream that she reacts to it. She just shrieks like she's allergic <laughs> to nets. But the reason why they get split up is because uh, Jay Peterman wants to... Um, he imposes a random time limit. He's like, you've got till 3pm to all, uh, open all your bank accounts or we'll kill your wife. Which is a weird... Oh. I mean, he's got sense two of his henchmen to look after, after him as well. So you think, why do you need the time limit? This just seems... Pointless, both narratively and crime-wise. <laughs> One of his rapey henchmen is like menacing uh, the lady, and you get with a bottle of water, and she spits it back in his face. Is all she's all defiant. It's like pretty soon you're gonna be drinking a whole lot of water. 
which now yes. that I've said it sounded Come ridiculous, on. but now <laughs> that I think about it, he's sort of saying we're going to throw you overboard. Yeah. Well, what did you think? But you you, you I, said I, I I'm going to make sure you're so hydrated I, for the rest of this day. That's immediately well, that's how bad his delivery was. My <laughs> mind immediately thought like that's a stupid fucking threat. I thought he was going to say she was going to drink a lot of jizz. <laughs> It, it looked like a very, very rapey. It did look like a very rapey room, man. Yeah. So yeah, that was the fucking like that second one was god awful. How she escapes from the handcuff, she just kind of pulls her hands out. And I've read Gerald's game, and mm. I know for a fact it hurts a lot more. You deglove all the skin off your yeah, hand. Yeah, but what what you're not realizing that is these are uh, Hollywood, LA lifeguards are also trained in the art of being super spies, apparently. Yeah. I tell you they what, have I'll, disguise I, kits as part of their budget. I tell you what, I wouldn't start shit in Baywatch's beach. They they are hardcore. Oh, they are up. some Navy Seal ass motherfuckers. The office they had had like a big weight room in it and stuff, and like a really nice kitchenette. <laughs> I was thinking they must have like a room where they train as ninjas for a bit. You just like do katas all I'm, day. I'm pretty sure like normal life gods just have that little tower, wood that wooden tower thing that they just live in. I don't know? even think they're that engaged. I think they're like someone's drowning. Eh, fuck it, <laughs> I'm on break. Yeah. Like, that's a big, long-ass beach. Like, how many people can they have on shift at one time? How many crimes can go down on that beach to justify what? tax money being spent on an army of <laughs> spy-trained, army of elite very ninja sexy ninja lifeguards, one of whom is a warlock? Uh, but, like, um, the lady's escape is just... It does nothing. I mean, she ends up back in the same room again, and it's like... It, you. It doesn't achieve anything. It seems weird. It's like they're trying to pad out the length. Yeah, I, I got, I got a feeling that it was a lot of this was just padding. Like someone pitched the idea of what if fucking he wore a mustache for an episode, and they were like, "Yep, okay." Do they look up from the cocaine bucket? <laughs> what if pirates? <laughs> what if mustache? Yeah, yeah, I love it. I love it. I love it. Let's let's do it all. Do all the mustaches, mustaches, and everybody. How did they even uh, win? Uh, um. Like- David Hasselhoff is basically a one-man army. He just fucks up all these pirates. He hassled, not the Hoff. While his while his hands are cuffed, trio. he just fucks up Danny Trio. Danny Trio's Swam mate. with his hands the rapey cuffed guy. as well. He swims to the boat again. Climbs up. up the boat with his hands yeah. cuffed together, and there's like weird like shimmy. Well, his his uh, stun double dead. David Hasselhoff was not doing that shit. <laughs> and then he gets on the board and batters it. Gets on the boat and batters everyone. And then it's just like, oh well, that's the end of that chapter. <laughs> That was terrible, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, and while rapey dude's about to da- is sort of dangling the woman over the side of the boat, he he says, "Let her go," which just seems a really poor yeah, choice of words yeah. in the moment. Wow. Oh, there's so much to talk about. Like when she sort of fights back by swinging the weight that she's tied to into the guy's head, and it makes a brilliant kabong yeah. sound. It's this wonderful sound design. And just imagine the humiliation of being caught by these fucking dogs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're play acting at being rich people really convincingly. And they kick the shit out of like six trained ocean pirates. <laughs> you, you, you wouldn't last a day in prison after that. It's like, what are you in for? I got caught by uh, caught by Baywatch. <laughs> and they're like, get him. Well, you know, the alternative world they're set in, that might put them in like, you know, the, the upper tier of criminals. <laughs> like It's like the rogues gallery of Batman, you know. <laughs> Ooh, you, which one? Which one did you get, Hasselhoff or the magic one? <laughs> and the guy's just been turned into a frog. Just says ribbit. Oh shit! You must have been caught by Hasselhoff. <laughs> he hassled the half. But then, what was the point of uh, Pamela Anderson and the ocean security? She man? loves speed, man. Yeah. 
that was the point and, and they didn't boobs. achieve anything at all it's like no. there's no point to that because they didn't even do anything in the climax you think okay no, they're building up the fact that they're climax. following them the whole time but they don't do anything they just fuck up no they didn't master the art of writing many storylines uh, that kind of goes nowhere so uh, it, that was not what I was expecting I mean I was expecting a shit TV story but it was like <laughs> I think Hasselhoff's thing for as a producer was like this needs to be family friendly, so we need to make it as like you know broad as possible. Which is like they put music numbers in there. This is the early nineties. MTV was a big thing. Explains the music number in the first episode, which was very fucking nineties. Uh, yeah, just broad appeal, toned down the sexiness, but eventually they <laughs> toned the sexiness right they realized up. Realized the sexiness was the only thing making this shit worthwhile. Yeah. And these, I think this was the early days of just seeing, trying to see what they could get away with. Yeah. They found they could get away with quite a bit. That's what we know it for. So, yeah, that was garbage, but... <laughs> it's kind of entertaining garbage because it's so shit. <laughs> I, I just really enjoyed laughing at it. I, 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 the first one, fair enough. I could, even though that was bad, but I was like, this is interesting, yeah. bad. The second Horses one, I was like, on just, the wind. I didn't need any more of it when we got to the second one. I really didn't. Good Danny Trail performance in that first that one, That first though. one, he was mm. really good. He acted circles around everyone in this. Yeah. Uh, as he always does when he gets given actual lines to yeah. read. Good good little character he had there. <clears throat> it stood to the, the test of the, 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 the trio, Marita, of like, uh, a bad guy has to die or learn a lesson. And I assume he learns a lesson. I kind of yeah. got the vibe he did. Or at least he's got to learn a lesson. I better take some fucking swimming lessons. <laughs> I've lost so much street cred by nearly drowning. Just by falling in the water. I know, dude's kissed him. So yeah. you know, he's obviously going to get shot when he goes home. <laughs> Instantly, this is the last thing. The last thing he sees before he dies is Billy Matson over Billy Batson. Ah, <laughs> oh, Captain Marvel just holding a, holding a revolver. <laughs> you knew what this was. And then he trio. makes out passionately with Danny Trio, <laughs> and then crushes him with his mighty superhero. Oh, this sounds amazing. I want a green light. Seven episodes of this right now. Okay, this. <laughs> I'm coming up with some weird ideas because it's late. I'm tired. <laughs> So Baywatch, probably the first episode gets maybe three machetes. Okay, what about the second the one? The second one, maybe one, because he gets like one line. Yeah. But he's not, but it's he's not like underutilized, I don't think. I mean, he is, he always is in these early early movies, but he's, you know, gets to say something unlike a lot of the movies he's been in where he just gets like t- t- a steely glance at the camera and then he's gone. Yeah, yeah. That's, that was something that would look good on an acting reel for him. Yeah. I mean, I'm hoping this has gotten got him some good movie roles after this. No. I hope. Oh, we don't go back to the fucking straight to video bullshit. Oh, Matt, you are going to be so disappointed. Yeah, it's an erotic thriller, isn't oh, it? Oh, Matt, you're going to be so disappointed. Oh, my God, no more. He was just telling me the title's going to do the job. <laughs> Sex crimes. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, we were almost out of this hell ghetto. Nope, we're still, we're still there. I thought the 90s would save us, but they're not. Like, there's... Of everyone on this IMDb, there's only one person with a picture profile, so uh, that usually means a lot of them aren't working or not working in very good things. One sentence, uh, one sentence description, thankfully, because it is quite a rough one. <laughs> Female prosecutor plans revenge against the thug who raped her. Oh joy! Yeah, mm. five point seven stars on IMDb. It looks pretty shit. I mean, it sounds pretty shit. Oh, this is Sex Crimes 2 as well. I mean, is there any kind of hope that that it may be good enough to want a well, sequel? He's or? playing a character called Palmer, so he's not like it's not like a, that's not a thug name. You know what I mean? Maybe he's a lawyer. 
Maybe he's, not, he's, he's out of the tight like casting, a policeman you know? or something. You know, yeah. Let, let's hope. Let's, let's hope. hope. The best. And let's find out next time on the Danny Trio Fan Podcast, hosted on topoutofcanes.com, where you can find many other shows like Acquiring Minds, now finishing its second award-winning season. And I have written a book. Now Matt's written a book. Tell him about the book, man. Called Hair of the Dog, and it's on Amazon. You should buy it because you've listened to enough of these. You get to you've heard my voice. You know I'm wonderful. Now hear his voice and words. Hear my <laughs> mighty words and powerful spelling mistakes. <laughs> but until then, thank you, Danny. Thank Trio. you, Danny Trio, and thank you, Billy Warlock. <laughs> I'll get you for this, Billy Warlock. <laughs> Yeah.